Hey everyone, Zach Dixon here, and welcome to our 35th episode of Animalators, curious conversations from the world of animation. Today on the show, we have Justine Stashik, an incredibly talented illustrator based in Montreal. Today on the show, we'll talk about how she got into full-time freelancing, the process of finding her original voice and style. We'll talk a little bit about her process illustrating for animation and get into the important role that personal projects have played in her career. I'm excited to get into all of this and more on this week's episode of Animalators. Justina, nice. Uh, thanks so much for, for coming on the show. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, well, I, let's let's start right with um, kind of where where you are now. I mean, you've been doing um, just a, a wonderful mix of of illustration for animation as well as kind of um, illustration for print and, and just you know straight up design. Um, so yeah, can you just tell us a little bit about about your work and and, and kind of uh, maybe even how this year has kind of started out for you. Uh, so this year, it's kind of like a mix in between animation and I would say other stuff because it's not only just print. Uh, but for right now, I'm working on this uh, um, pretty big animation project with uh, Jeb Bryant, and uh, it's gonna be five nice. uh, five or sixty seconds videos. Um, so it's pretty big now, and this is what uh, what takes my time uh, mostly right now. But besides that, I'm working a lot of uh, uh, a lot on uh, print. I'm doing uh, some editorial work uh, here and there. Uh, I also started working with um, um, those greeting cards companies from both from Montreal, where I'm uh, now, and back from uh, from Poland. So it's basically a nice balance. Um, in between uh, bigger animation projects and smaller smaller stuff that I could you know fit in in between uh, when where I have uh, when I have time uh, and I really like it because it's um, it's breaking uh, my time evenly you know it's yeah. uh, uh, because if you have this big project it's it could be a little bit overwhelming and a little bit maybe like boring at some point you know if you stay in the same project for a long time so having those smaller chunks of work that you can uh, put here and there it's uh, it's really it's really working for me i really i really like uh, working like this breaking those bigger bigger projects you know do you usually have more than one project rolling at the same time then or just do you try and keep it like one animation project and then a, a bunch of kind of uh, stuff for print or editorial I try not to not to get uh, too uh, too many big pro big projects at the time. So it's usually one. If it's like a big big thing, I try not to take another big one, uh, and then I just uh, just will will uh, do some smaller stuff. Uh, this yeah. way, I can uh, basically uh, keep my schedule uh, nice and clean. Uh, although it ha it sometimes it's hap it happens that I have to uh, overlapping. Um, bigger projects and you know sometimes uh, you have the deadline for a big project but then it moves around and then you have uh, extra time that actually and when you start with two projects and you think that you won't have time for it uh, at the end it looks like it's it's working pretty well uh, really at least I was really uh, lucky with uh, with that uh, uh, so far so that's uh, that's working so have you like have you always kind of um really enjoyed drawing like did did kind of this like this career path start with kind of a love um for art or, or for sketching or anything like that well i would love to say that i was a crazy drawer from when i was uh, uh was a kid but it's not uh, it's not really true i really i started really pretty late because it was i don't know really? like in high school yeah i well when i was a kid i was obviously drawing some but like sure. uh, but nothing to uh uh, not too much, not more than any uh, random kid out there. Uh, but in high school, I started drawing a lot, and I was I would be uh, drawing at school on like you know the back of my notebooks and stuff like that. But it was just for fun. And then when I went to university, I uh, started doing digital illustration. I got my first Wacom tablet from my boyfriend, and it started. Like this, then I got an in internship nice. and that's a solid gift, by the way. 
Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He was he. He's the he's the person who always believed in me. Uh, he always pushed me to uh, to do more drawing and do more illustrations. So, uh, so yeah, there was like it just. I feel like it just happened, you know. Uh, I the thing is that I always had a lot of ideas in my head, and uh, that was just the way to basically like let them go a little bit. So it started just as like you know. Uh, fun, relaxing activity. And then... What did you uh, go to school for? Sorry, you mentioned that you, you, you started at yeah. university. Yeah, it's, I, I'm a self-taught illustrator. I didn't go to any art school. It was uh, information science. I think that would be a translation for it. Uh, okay. So it was just yeah. this, uh, yeah, not connected to illustration uh, or art at all. Oh, wow. And so like you were just kind of teaching yourself kind of digital art throughout throughout school and then like how, how did that then transition into kind of working in the creative industry? Uh, well, so uh, I started in uh, Illustrator and was would just I would just do some like super simple and super bad illustrations at the time. Uh, and um, and yeah, then I got uh, I just got an inter internship in this um, uh, startup company back in Poland. They uh, you uh, they were doing um, iOS games for little kids, um, and cool. I just yeah they they really like gave me the credit. <laughs> like I really I I didn't have any skill back then. Uh, it was so bad. But, uh, but yeah, I, I stayed there and uh, basically um, learned every, uh, I mean, everything, learned basics there and was... Uh, um, yeah, what, what kind of stuff were you doing? Were you, were you drawing like characters or were you like, actually like designing layouts and, and UIs? No, it was always illustration. I would okay. uh, at first I would do like some smaller stuff, but then um, basically at some point I started to be uh, just the only illustrator in the company. So I would um, I would do most of the stuff, and I that was uh, that kind of job that I would do basically everything. You know, I would illustrate. Oh. I was also animating, which is crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that was. But it was uh, just like a super simple animation in Flash. So um, okay, it's in uh, Flash. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wow. I would, yeah, I would do animation. I would do illustration and like interfaces for the apps were that were really simple, but still. Um, uh, so yeah, but it was it was really nice, uh, nice job because it was you know it was for kids, so it was really like cheerful and happy, and I think that mm -hmm. stayed with me, uh, with my work a little bit, um, even now that you know kind of um, playfulness, I guess, uh, and uh, yeah. happy side. Uh, kid side I guess um, that seems like a lot though for like a, a first kind of full-time creative job though like like you're you're animating in flash and you're you're designing some things and you're doing some illustrations like I don't know was yeah. that at all overwhelming at the time oh my god yes well of course it was <laughs> I remember the first time I um my um um, the friend who was working with me, he was a graphic designer, I learned a lot from him, and he went for his first uh, vacation for two weeks, and I was, you know, the only <laughs> one left. Oh my god, I was so stressed for those two weeks, it's, uh, it's been, it was crazy, really, but you know, it got better and better, it was really... Mm, a nice company everyone was super friendly and it was basically like family so it didn't feel that overwhelming i guess yeah. uh but uh, but yeah i think i was also pretty lucky uh now when you mentioned it <laughs> that <laughs> it just started and it was my first i mean i i had some jobs before but not um not connected to, to illustrations, uh, illustration at all. Uh, but yeah, that was my first, uh, first, uh, uh, first job. And then I switched to freelancing right away. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, tell me, a I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, um, kind of jump to, to freelance. Cause I know that that can sometimes be, um, I don't know, it can be a little bit scary sometimes, I think, kind of leaving um, a full-time job and a, and a consistent paycheck. Um, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about that process. Was it kind of a gradual thing, like maybe taking on some extra projects um, and then that kind of gradually transitioned into freelance or just one day you're just like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, I'm going for it? Uh, so I think it was uh, a little, uh, it was both really, because uh, when I was still uh, having my uh, full-time job, I started doing some freelancing uh, 
work here and there because I was uh, basically always working on my side projects and uploading stuff to um, Behance Dribbler and people started um, uh, approaching me uh, and asking me if I could uh, I want to work with them so I started doing some freelancing uh, when I still and my full-time job but uh, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't enough at the time to you know make a living out of it so I remember it was uh, fall 2015 and I was uh, already uh, here in Montreal still working for, remotely for my Polish company and it started to be really uh, hard with the time difference you know um, uh, and I started thinking about it that, well, I have some clients, so maybe I could uh, switch to freelancing. But it was such a scary thought, you know, because uh, as you said, it's so, uh, it, it could be, uh, it could be tricky. Uh, you know, you could not have uh, uh, enough clients or uh, some time without any work. And that's definitely scary. Uh, but I remember, uh, I remember I was in this uh, co-work space uh, for, uh, working and I was reading this blog I don't even remember like who who runs this blog but it was basically a blog about freelance freelance life and there was this post about uh, so uh, the author asked people who are freelancers what would they, what would be their advice for their own before the time they decided to go freelancing and basically every answer was like don't wait for it uh go for it this there's no time like today or you know those cliche stuff like that yeah and i was just like i just read this 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 uh post and it was like yeah well okay let's do it so uh i i quit my job just like a week after uh, after that and oh, wow. uh, and you, started you were messing around you're just like we're I'm doing this yeah, I feel like it was growing in me for a while, so it wasn't that. But it, it yeah, it happened pretty pretty fast. I also yeah. remember I was sick and I was like had a lot of time to think, and uh, so uh, so yeah, that happened. And uh, well, now I can tell it was the best decision. <laughs> Don't wait for it. You know, I would I would give the same answer. Uh, definitely. Uh, so yeah, this is the that was uh, mm, that was both a process. Because I was before, like before that decision, I was already freelancing a little bit, uh, but it was also like a kind of like a mm, jump into in it too. Um, so at this yeah. point, were you already doing a, a bit of animation work or was it, were you thinking like, was your plan to go in to freelance doing just mostly straight illustration work? Uh, well, so I already started working with uh, Ryan Rumble from Wanderlust at the oh, time. Yeah. I we did uh, when I was still wor uh, working full time. We already did the first uh, first animation together. So that was one you know path I would say, um, or just a one one source of uh, of uh, projects the animation. Yeah, uh, that's great. But I was also always uh, focusing more on illustration in general because like. Basically, even working for animation, it's still uh, well, it's still illustrate illustrating job for me, right? So it's yeah, I don't really divide it that much. Um, it's both il illustrating; it's just different uh, different form, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Could you could you talk about that difference a little bit, maybe in the way that you you approach um, projects for animation? Mm -hmm. So. Um, I would say that the biggest difference is like the uh, the animation projects are usually bigger and you have to think about them as a as a whole like you know it's a, uh, it's not just one illustration there's also this the whole um transfer from one scene to another and you have to think about that for sure uh, but uh, I think to some extent they are pretty similar to me because like uh, if you look at the like one single frame, it just has for me. It just has to work as an illustration too. And if it looks good as an illustration, if I would look at the single frame and think, okay, that would could be a nice illustration for something, I think that usually I feel I have this feeling that okay, this, this is gonna work. So um, I feel like in this uh, on this level, it's similar. Also, when I'm working on uh, storyboarding and I'm 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 just getting the script. It's also pretty similar to to getting like you know the brief for an illustration or article from editorial. Uh, you just get the script and you already have like 
couple of ideas for it. And this is the moment that I love the most, really, both in animation and, and any other job. When you, uh, you're getting this script, you know, and you just go through it for the first time, read it, and you already have so many ideas for how it's going to look like. Uh, you can imagine how every scene's gonna more or less of course it changes a lot after but you know those uh, initial ideas are and this this first reading that's my favorite part uh, in general in uh, any 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 assignment actually how often would you say that those first ideas that jump out at you are the ones that you end up going with i would say pretty often uh, unless it's a, um, well, it depends on the script really, because if the script uh, is interesting and there's something to it, something more than just like, you know, straightforward text, uh, I already have a couple of ideas after the first reading and uh, pretty often like one of them is like sticking, let's say, uh, unless it's a really like, you know, boring script, there's not much work, uh, that's, <laughs> there's not much you can do about, then I, then I have to, you know, uh, dig in deeper and look for inspiration outside and uh, look for maybe some like more interesting connection. Because, uh, you know, if you have, for example, uh, a script about, let's say, uh, medical videos, right? It's usually pretty like straightforward because they have their own uh, restrictions, let's say, or really techy video that there's no much um, like a second meaning, second level to it. Uh, then you have to, uh, yeah, spend more time to come up with ideas, definitely. So I mean, this is definitely much more than than illustration. I mean, I mean, we we had the amazing opportunity to work with you on on the Reddit mobile mm -hmm. app launch, which was super fun. I'm I'm yeah. really proud of how that came out, and it was, it was a great time working with you. But but yeah, I mean, you're you're a part of of a lot of different parts of the process. You're doing like a little bit of creative directing and and certainly art directing and working on the storyboards and um, and then of course delivering the the final. Um, Illustration, yeah. So, mm -hmm. could you maybe just kind of walk us through um, a little bit of your your process, I guess, as far as like, um, you know, storyboarding? Do you do like lots of iterations on your designs? Um, yeah, could you just kind of walk us through that process? Mm -hmm. Sure. It's uh, it really depends on the project, uh, um, obviously, uh, because for example, when we work on the Reddit video together, um, that was actually great because we didn't. Uh, I think it was because we didn't have time. We didn't work on uh, actual storyboards, and we work with text, right? Yeah. Uh, and that was amazing. I loved it so much because I I love. Um, when I just have uh, a plain text and I don't have to do storyboarding because then I could j jump right into the illustration. And there's, because sometimes uh, storyboards, especially if they are really detailed, uh, they kind of um, block you. You know, yeah. it's no, I totally uh, agree. because yeah. you you see or you already see the image, uh, image, and also the client probably saw it, so they expecting something more or less you know similar to what they, they they've seen. So mm -hmm. you don't have you don't have this. Um, um, freedom to actually explore something, something else, something new, and with just plain text, you have you this open field that you can explore. You don't have to stick to anything that was already like you know sketched or uh, illustrated for for storyboarding. So I I loved the the working like this, and actually since our uh, um, since we work like that on a Reddit video, I try to uh, to work that more. And if I see that the client is really open and uh, and relaxed about the project, I always I really often um, uh, ask if we can work like this. And I already work work like this on a couple of videos too. Yeah, uh, that's very interesting. Yeah, I really I like, like this uh, this approach uh, because. Um, well, I know that sometimes you have to do uh, storyboarding, I and mean, in most in most cases you have to do storyboarding, and I don't mind. But I uh, I realize that I really like working uh, working like this. Um, but well, it, yeah, it depends on the project. I also do storyboarding, and usually it's like just a rough sketch because, as I, as I said, I don't really like detailed uh, storyboards because they they um, limit me uh, in a to some extent so uh, I like to do just a rough sketch and then um, explore it more 
uh, as an illustration illustration when I when once I start working on illustration I just like really often take it to some other direction a little bit at least mm. so when you're doing your sketches are you doing those on paper or are you doing those in Photoshop and then with a Wacom or something I do it on paper. Uh, I just have like a um, sketchbook and uh, do a little sketches. Then I uh, usually scan it or ta even take a photo with my phone and uh, um, clean it up on, in, in Photoshop and put it together. Add some colors maybe to, uh, yeah, to make it uh, look better. Or is uh, sometimes if it's like a um, um really simple a simple project is uh I do storyboarding in illustrator which probably is crazy because <laughs> most most people probably do it if uh, digitally probably in photoshop but uh, if it's like you know uh more based on icons and something geometrical i i like to do in, uh, do it in illustrator because this is my main tool and i feel most comfortable with illustrator so yeah, I work faster this way, I guess. That's why. Interesting. Yeah, why do you think that is? Did you kind of get your start in Illustrator? Yeah, I love Illustrator. I started with it. It's, uh, uh, yeah, and I, I think I, I feel the most comfortable with it. And that's why I, I, I like to use it most. And also, like, um, a lot of my illustration are, like, um, based on geometrical forms, you know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, this is just... Uh, Illustrator is like 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 that for me. Like really a, a lot about shapes and uh, and uh, simple forms. So that's uh, that's what I I use the most. But I think mostly because I started with it and I feel the most comfortable uh, working in Illustrator. So when when you've kind of moved past the kind of um, ideation phase and you kind of have all of all of your you know ideas around the script kind of put together, do you ever put together any like kind of mood boards or do you look to certain places for inspiration or do you just kind of get right into kind of designing some kind of key art? Uh, well, I think that mood board is usually before even starting the project because for a client to you know decide on the on the style. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I um, pretty often build a a mood board and it's usually I try to to make it um, as a mix of my work and work from uh, from other people obviously, but I always try to put some of my work too so the clients see that I well I already have something like that and I. Uh, they know that uh, that I can do it, uh, but yeah, it's usually like I'm looking for inspiration on uh, Behance and Dribble. And the thing is that I go uh, through like so many visuals every day. You know, it's part of our work, I guess, to go through Behance to be up to date with what's what's out there to 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 check Dribbler every day Instagram, and I feel that it mm, it makes it so much easier then uh, even with like mood, uh, creating a mood board because you already have uh, such a database in your head you know you know the projects yeah. you know where to go to find this exact style the client is looking for and also it builds your uh, visual sensitivity I guess those you know just going through loads of amazing work every day and yeah. it gives you ideas for the future uh, I feel like it's working like this because, for example, if you're working um, with the short deadlines, you don't really have time to sit around and wait for inspiration, right? So <laughs> this is why when I'm actually using this uh, this database from my head, from you know, with with everything that I've seen so far, and it helps me a lot. That's I mean, it's funny that you you mentioned that like. Um... I don't know, because it's so often, like, you're right, we don't have time to, like, just sit around and mm -hmm. wait for in inspiration, and a lot of times the deadlines are so tight that, like, there's a yeah. lot of times where it's just, like, you kind of have to almost force it a little bit, even even though you might not be feeling it. Um, what what do you do when those those kind of roadblocks hit where you, or you're not necessarily feeling particularly inspired? Well, I would just uh, be really depressed for a second. <laughs> uh, then I would go to probably be hands and just like scroll and scroll and scroll like the, there's no tomorrow and just try to wait for something to inspire me uh and then i was just just jump jump into working and hope for the best <laughs> <laughs> no i would just like i feel like every time i even if i'm blocked I, when i once i start working it's 
you know, it's helping and I, I just like leave it behind and that's this block. Uh, so it, I, I don't think I never, I ever had like, um, this blog that would stop me from, you know, starting the project. It's uh, yeah, yeah. just like, you just have to go through it and probably like, probably uh, first couple of, uh, of uh, illustrations will suck and you won't, won't like it. But then it's, it's kind of like, you know, a chain of uh, events that uh, leads you uh, to some place that, you know, that is nice. So let's talk a little bit about, um, kind of your your style and, and kind of the development of that over time. Um, mm-hmm. When we were kind of like first, um, when we first ended our little pre-interview, you had mentioned that you're kind of looking for your own style, especially when you were working at um, the iOS game startup mm-hmm. for um, yeah, could you, was that like something you were kind of actively pursuing and, and, and thinking about? And, and is it something that you still continue to think about? Uh, so it was a long process for me to find my own uh, style uh, because so the thing is that I always was uh, working on some personal projects and uh, after work after like eight hours at work I would go home and probably uh, work on my personal illustrations and uh, uh, it was like so many styles I went through and there were like some of them were really bad. Some of them were like, oh, maybe that's gonna be my way. But you know, it's it's um, it's been fun because I was just like working and drawing, and that was uh, that was a pleasant process. But also, I knew that I I have to find my voice, I guess, because I I really I love all the illustration illustrators that have their own unique style, and I always knew that I want one. You know, I don't want to be this uh, illustrator that do that work with like. Uh, so many different, totally different styles. Because, because of course, like my my style also like um, uh, varies from project to project a little bit. But I feel like uh, finding your own um, unique style it was it was always always uh, important for me. So, so yeah, I was working on my personal projects, the, the, like exploring different approaches. And I remember one day I uh, I just did, I think it's still on my website, there was this illustration with a, a girl with purple hair. Uh, and I remember I finished it and for the first time I felt like, okay, that's... Uh that looks nice. That might be it, you know. That might be the the start to, uh, to what I wanna uh wanna where I wanna get, uh, and I think it it uh, it took from there. Uh, I was just exploring this uh, this style based off like basically shapes uh, and and just little um, lines and uh, um, strokes. So uh, and then, yeah, and then I published it and people liked it. So that was another sign that okay, that might be uh, the way to go. Uh, and yeah, that this is how uh, how I got there. And then I was just. Um, um, evolving from there and uh, like moving a little bit to this side and then ch- uh, g- getting back to my pr- my original style and then trying something new and just like uh, um, exploring a lot. Yeah, I think that I think it's amazing. So I think um, it sounds like personal projects have been like a really big kind of part of that. Um, process of kind of almost self-discovery and, and trying to find out like kind of where your skills kind of match up with your your taste and could you talk a little bit about personal projects because I think sometimes they can be really hard um, especially with just like knowing where to go especially since there's generally no constraints there's no like deadlines or anything like that to keep you um, necessarily like on it and and Mm -hmm. making sure you get stuff done could you talk a little bit about your process for taking on personal projects yeah uh i don't see it this way i think i think it's amazing i love personal projects like this is so amazing there's no expectations uh (laughs) at all so you feel so free about it and i can um I can explore stuff that I would not do with the client because of the deadline, because of uh, the style that they, specific style that the client wants. So um, I love working on personal projects, really. And I, uh, and this is basically how it started for me. And if I could give an, uh, any advice to someone who's studying, is just like work on your personal projects because uh, basically you, um, you just create something on your something on your own and then uh, if you 
do it well enough and if you uh, do uh, a lot of it, there's probably gonna be a client that's gonna like it and they're gonna approach you about it and that was my case I just started doing my stuff I wasn't really wa waiting for dream uh, client to come and uh, ask me for uh, for work it's just uh, I was doing my personal projects and people started liking it and then they came to me for this particular style and I think it's really uh, an amazing uh, position to be in uh, you know just um, being asked for what you like doing and for you for what you came with uh, as your personal projects so yeah i i, I always um, loved working loved working on them definitely uh, always try to f try i always try to find time for at least a little illustration here and there uh, yeah what do you usually like what what is kind of like your starter like what what gives you kind of ideas for these things do you have like a, a particular because like i don't know like there's there's endless possibilities do you have like a specific like go-to of like um maybe you see something and that inspires maybe an illustration or, or how does that kind of process start uh yeah i i feel like uh, whenever i'm starting like some uh, small personal illustration it, which is not a part of a bigger project it's just like starts with sketching and it's usually just a girl that uh, i like drawing girls a lot so that's uh, that's really often how it starts and i would just do sketches and uh, poses and something that prob probably will uh, inspire me sometimes it's something that comes with like within me uh like a f the way I feel right now or uh, something that I saw it's just like really random it just comes to me and I don't really uh, especially with like personal projects I don't it just comes to me and I don't really think about it too much you know it just kind of happened uh, so yeah that's uh, that's really um, it's hard to grasp it where where, where it starts you know yeah so uh, we we tweeted the other day um, we were excited to chat with you for an upcoming episode mm -hmm. and ask if anybody wanted to know anything. Um, and at Sabrina Stopmo had this question. Uh, she said, I love the girl power, playfulness, and sensua sensuality in her art. Do clients usually resonate with it too? Uh, and I was kind of curious about that as well. It's It depends on the client really, but I, I think that um, most of my uh, like uh, sensual and playful uh, pieces are rather uh, personal work. Yeah. Um, it's because like uh, if I work for example for animation, it's usually something more like techy, startupy. There's <laughs> yeah. no really play. There's no really place for uh, for um, you know um, that that playfulness and, and, and yeah. sensitivity that is uh, you can find in my personal work but there are some clients that approach me especially um, but particularly for because of uh, of that part of my work and it would be like maybe some female uh, magazines um, um, or re recently I started working with uh, those um, a greeting cards company both from Montreal and uh, and uh, back in Poland and they um, they approached me um, because they saw my um, more like feminine, I would say, uh, work, and we did uh, we did um, series of Valentine's card together with the girls, with the uh, curves, with the boobs, with the things I like the most. So uh, so yeah, it it really depends. It's not that often that client ask clients ask about uh, uh, about that, but it definitely happened, and I hope it's gonna happen more and more in the future. That yeah. would be great. Yeah. Really. So I'm curious, what does your day-to-day -day process look like? Do you, do you keep pretty regular hours? Do you work from home or do you have a studio? Uh, I do work from home for now, but I'm planning to change it this year because uh, you can get pretty alone sometimes if you're like, you know, at home all day. Uh, but yeah, I try, I, I wake up uh, early and I try to start working like before nine, let's say, uh, you know, before I will have breakfast and, and coffee and everything. But then I, I'll try to uh, uh, start at least uh, around nine um, and then I work until I don't know five six and and uh, try to I try to separate uh, my work from my life, but it's really hard sometimes, especially when you're working from home. Um, also, like there's a lot of 
weekends that I have to work. So it's uh, it's starting to be really blurry, though, this line between work and uh, personal life. Uh, but well, I think it's a it's a case with uh, a lot of uh, a lot of freelancers. Uh, so yeah, I would I would start the day with answering emails, which is taking uh, more and more time. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's really uh, I didn't uh, um, expect it to be so so time consuming. All this uh, emails and paperwork and this like side work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, a pretty big chunk of my day, definitely. And uh, and yeah, and I will just uh, work on illustrating storyboarding, sketching, coming up with ideas, whatever is on my plate right now. Um, yeah, that's uh, basically yeah. basically the day. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, I, I, we kind of covered this, I think, a little bit just with your, um, it seems like you, you do practice a lot like with your personal projects, but I'm I'm wondering mm -hmm. like if, if you, do you ever like go back, go after like maybe a certain skill or a certain um, thing that you want to improve on? Is there anything that you're kind of learning right now and, and trying to actively improve um, in your illustration work? The thing that it's uh, a little bit aside from, from illustri illustrating itself is just uh, improving uh, like contact with the client and how to work with uh, bigger projects and bigger cl client, how to uh, negotiate, how to um, fight for my uh, my ideas and stuff like that, which is, uh, I think it's really important part of, of our uh, work. And, uh, and I yeah. feel like uh, I, I definitely want to improve in, the, in this area too, uh, to feel more uh, comfortable with it. So this is what I'm, uh, I feel like I'm working on uh, right now the most. I guess. No, definitely. I think that's a huge skill that I think maybe sometimes we didn't realize that we were maybe like getting into when we thought like, you know, what, I'm going to draw for a living. And mm -hmm. instead, like, you know, at least a third of your day is just emails and, and communication and, yes. and trying to figure out how to explain your ideas better. Um, definitely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think that's one of maybe the biggest challenges. Um, for me, for sure. It's that's why I really have to work on it. Um, are you, I, I, you had also mentioned, I think a little earlier about just like practicing, like drawing skills. I mean, I think everybody who draws for a living, um, yeah, it's just kind of continually practicing. Are there any specific ways that, um, you are doing that or, or were you ever set out to be like, I want to draw hands better or like, will you ever maybe take any like, um, online classes or tutorials or anything like that? Mm -hmm. Uh, I just try to sketch more and more, and what I'm uh, I really want to uh, to learn is more like to draw in more like expressive way. I would say yeah. uh, something more uh, to be more loose about it and to uh, interesting. Yeah, to be to be able to to create something that you know really quickly, something uh, captivating, uh, just like super uh, quick expressive sketches. This is what interests me the most because of course there's like tons of things I could I could be uh, learning, as you mentioned, like learning how to draw uh, hands or uh, anatomy or perspective or anything. But you have to start somewhere. You can't. Uh, you know, uh, learn everything uh, at once, uh, and this is what I I'm pursuing now because I I really like this um, you know expressive lines because I feel like my illustrations are really stiff sometimes and geometric and everything, and I want to make it more like loose I guess, and this is what yeah. I'm working on right now. I want to be more expressive I guess. So have you like switched tools at all in that? Like, like I would say that generally like Illustrator doesn't necessarily lend mm -hmm. itself to like loose, like looser styles. Have you been like experimenting in, in Photoshop a little bit more to try and kind of push your work in a new direction? Uh, I still uh, stay with Illustrator mostly. I mean, I work with Photoshop, uh, but it's mostly like adding textures and and uh, effects and stuff like that. It's uh, uh, where I'm uh, working on this uh, looseness and expressiveness. It's uh, with the sketches. Uh, I try to do to do. Um, um, more expressive sketches, and then I, I still I still work with Illustrator uh, okay. yeah. with tracing the the, the squiggly lines and and everything. Uh, so yeah, it's still it's still mostly mostly Illustrator that okay. I work with. 
Nice. Yeah. And getting back into your process a little bit, it seems like a lot of your heavy lifting then is done on paper and, and then kind of, um, traced over a little bit in, in illustrator. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of new, I think for me, because I used to work, uh, mostly in like already in, in the, in the uh, computer, on the computer. So digitally, but, mm -hmm. um, I feel like, um, from some time now, I started. Uh, I moved uh, moved it to to, to a sketchbook, and uh, yeah. So I would uh, I would sketch, and then I would uh, put it in the Illustrator, and then really often, uh, I uh, it would evolve to something totally different. So it starts with a sketch, and then there's a lot of a lot uh, of work happening in Illustrator, and um, and it changes a lot. Uh, I would have the general idea, but then I would. Uh, I would uh, change it a lot, really often. Uh, so there's a re there's a big difference between the first sketch and the final work. Definitely, it changes uh, throughout the process a lot. So I mean, you've given a, a ton of this advice already, but I was wondering if there's there's anything more that maybe you had to offer for someone um, who maybe is just starting out or, or wants to become uh, a professional illustrator or, or artist. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything that you maybe you wish you had have known when you first started out? Well, definitely working on your own style and finding your own unique voice is something that you should working on as a as a, as a illustrator who's studying uh and that gives you this originality i guess that people really look for uh yeah. the clients they all people who like are directors who see, who see so many illustrator illustrating illustrators uh, on everyday basis, they really look for something fresh and unique. So, inspiring, uh, being inspired by some some other people, other people's work, it's amazing. But it's, I think, it's really important to find your own perspective and your own approach uh, that's fresh and and unique. And this is definitely something uh, uh, that you should think of when you're when you're starting an illustration. And then besides that, just work, work, work. And uh, like, if you don't have clients, just do your own stuff and they will probably uh, come to you at some point. That was, <laughs> well, that's my, my story. So I don't know if it's really, if I was that lucky or it's uh, really something that happens often. But uh, yeah, from my perspective, this is how it works. And, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and and to push a little bit into that, like finding originality, I mean, I think that's something that is um, maybe very often easier said than done, right? I mean, uh, I think that it, it can be a very, very difficult thing. Like, I, I don't know, it's not, I think, something that can obviously be boiled down to an, into a process as far as like finding something that is original to you. Um, mm -hmm. But maybe if I could follow up in that and, and say, like, for someone who is like, you know, I really need to find my own voice. I really need to find a style that's unique and original. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could you maybe talk a little bit about like, how, how does a person do that? Well, um, I think that you if you uh, for me, it was just like I really uh, was looking for my uh, my own uh, style for a really long time. It wasn't that easy. Uh, it was uh, I spent so, so, so much time uh, exploring totally different styles and looking for something that will work. Uh, so it's definitely not that easy. Um, uh, but uh, well, it's really hard. I feel like it, if you go through a lot of illustration illustrations every day and look at different styles and different approaches, it kind of is stuck in your head, and you have this uh, this base to grow on. You know, you see yeah. what you you see what you like. You see what's uh, what's fresh and new. You see what's kind kind of already outdated, and what you you also have the style that you don't really wanna like go there. You know, if uh, if you're uh, mm, I don't know for me it would be like a mm, realistic illustration. I don't wanna go there definitely. So that's uh, out of the picture. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I if you if you uh, see a lot of it, you just like kind of saturated with the ideas and styles and approaches and then something else would grow out of it i know it sounds really vague but it's i don't know no, there's no, no there's really no an easy easy uh, uh easy way and yeah 
I don't know. I don't think there's one way to do it. It just like it gradually happen, I guess. Also, like if you have, um, it's. I feel like looking inside you is really uh, important too because for me it was. Uh, I always had a lot of ideas for illustrations, so it's also the theme that could keep your work unique. Uh, not necessarily just the style. So if you have uh, yeah. ideas for illustration, it could it could work too, uh, as something new and interesting. Uh, if the idea is fresh, you know, and then the style will follow. So I'm I'm curious, what is what's next for you? What is what is coming up in in 2017, and and kind of what um, where do you kind of hope that your your career is is heading? Uh, so it's it's kind of it's funny question because uh i'm thinking about my uh like dream projects right or dream uh, uh dream clients and i uh, have to say that i i don't know really because my 2016 was so busy for me and so surprising in so many on so many levels because it was my first year freelancing and i had uh, those dreams last year like you know to have a big client one or two, or two to work for um, specific magazines to to actually make a living out of um, uh, illustration and I feel like everything already came true and I have to come up with my with new <laughs> new dreams and I don't really have time for it so I feel like at some point I have to sit down and actually think about it what's next what's what's my next goal um, I definitely want to work m uh, more on editorial this uh, this year and probably be more selective about uh, about projects uh, because there's more and more of them and I don't have um, enough time for everything so i have to be uh, start being more selective that's the plan for definitely yeah, um, that's great. and yeah well it, we'll see it's it's definitely it's something you can't really um, plan to because you don't know what's gonna come right yeah. um uh, what what's gonna be your uh, who's gonna be your next uh, next client you can work, look for them definitely but well it's not entirely up to you uh what's gonna what's gonna come uh next especially if you're freelancing so I mean, I, I you said that you had worked a little bit in Flash, um, yeah, <laughs> a little while ago. Do you ever get back into or or open up After Effects or Flash anymore these days? No, not really. <laughs> uh, I I used to hate Flash. It was always bugged. It was like always like closing on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it's still that that bugged. You know, is I have it no idea. Do you work I on not, food? No, I do not use Flash at all. So no, yeah. uh, maybe maybe some of our wonderful listeners can can tell us how how Flash is doing these days. But I I mean I yeah. hear about a few people that like just are killing it in Flash. So I, I know yeah. it's 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 definitely alive and well and being used heavily in 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 some places for sure. Um, it's good to know because I when I was working in it, uh, in it I I felt like it's dying. <laughs> so it's good. It's life and cooking. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, well, we, we try to end each episode with the same few questions. And we just, we literally just talked about the first one, but I'm still going to ask mm -hmm. it. Who is your dream client? Uh, yeah, well, it's hard to tell, really. I can't, I, I, I don't know. Because, like, I last year I was, uh, I was really, um, uh, easy on dreaming because it was my first year so I didn't want to uh, get my uh, hopes, hopes high and it's uh, uh, I don't know really I can't tell for now <laughs> fair it's enough, hard fair enough. what is your favorite animated film I would say Akira okay yeah yeah it's amazing it's so badass <laughs> too <laughs> I love all those um, motorcycles, and it's uh, oh, it's it's such so. It's if you think like it's so old, and it it was made so wonderfully, and it's such a great animation, the characters, and everything, and every single detail, the outfits, like everything. It's amazing. I love it. Hmm. All right, next question: What do the people you love think that you do for a living? Oh wow! <laughs> well, they do know that I'm an illustrator, and yeah, my grandma, she's always uh, uh, she doesn't like my characters at all. Really? <laughs> yeah, she 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 always says that. Uh, well, I love them, but it's uh, 
And they're pretty ugly, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> and all the nudity Grandma. and everything. Yeah, and she always <laughs> asked me, like, can you, can, can you make something, especially for me, maybe something, like, more traditional, like, maybe some flowers and stuff like that. So, <laughs> I love you, Grandma, by the way. Uh, have, you ever, yeah. have you ever done that? Have you ever made anything specifically for no, Grandma? No, no, but I feel bad about it. <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> it's not really my style, so I don't know if I would be really uh, good at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, maybe it would be an interesting adaptation of your style like kind mm-hmm. of, you yeah know. I have to think about it <laughs> yeah yeah um, all right last question what animal did you choose for your animalator and why yeah I was thinking about it because I knew you were gonna ask and I have to say it's not an easy question really I don't know how people uh, come up with it so but I was thinking about it and I think I came up with a pretty a pretty good um, uh, avatar for me and it's gonna be a crab Oh, all right. But not this big red one, but those, uh, I think they're called hermit crabs, you know, those yeah, yeah. Uh, with the super, like the, those little ones on the beaches and uh, mm-hmm. with, the, with the shells. Uh, yeah, mostly because they're really quick and like, mm, this is how I am. Like, I always do everything super quick and my mom always tells me to slow down with everything. And they're also pretty skittish. You know, it's uh, and it could be like that. You know, to be like scared easily or uh, shy about stuff. Uh, yeah, so that would be my animal avatar, I guess. All right. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think this was this was incredible. I I really enjoyed it. Me too. Thank you for having me. Really. To learn more about the work we're doing at Identity Visuals, check out identityvisuals.com or follow us on Twitter at identityvisuals. Animalators.com is another great website you should check out because there you can see all the other incredible animalators from previous guests who have been on our show. The theme music to this show was written and produced by Cody Fry. Check out more of his work at codyfry.com. And don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, or you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, really anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're into this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review or drop us a note. We always love getting your feedback, and when you leave us a review on iTunes, it helps other animators find this podcast too. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to be back in a couple weeks for another episode of Animalators, curious conversations for the world of animation.